All right, gentlemen, episode 21. Legal to drink now. The whole podcast. We've been drinking. <laughs> we haven't been drinking. So our, our first rule is no politics, and look what this guy's got on over here. He's campaigning for Woods Manning at 20. Right in ballot. He's reeling him in with horrible dad jokes. Yeah. Uh, so before we get started, we always talk about this after, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll do it next time. So if you're listening... On Apple Podcast, we are on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, we are on Apple Podcast. We are also on Spotify. Yep. So don't forget to subscribe on YouTube if you choose that avenue. You can also subscribe, I believe, on yes. Apple. Yes. I don't know how Spotify works. Spotify, you can subscribe as well. Okay. So there it is. Whether you listen or look at our beautiful faces, <laughs> do one of the other. Meow. <laughs> Roger that. All right. We actually got shit to talk about this week. We got quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, let's talk about the greatest athlete ever, possibly Joey Chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe Dude. this guy? I mean, he broke his own record. Yeah. 75 wieners. I mean, hot dogs. <laughs> I. He, he clearly wanted that record, too, because he beat second place by, like, 35 hot dogs. Yeah, right. yeah. He could have taken the last three or four minutes <laughs> off and still won. Now, did you ever watch the 30 for 30 on him? Uh, I think I watched bits and pieces of it. With him and but, Kobayashi. Yeah. And there's, I didn't realize there was all these like yeah. uh, exclusive rights and he can't compete in some stuff because I wanted to see the two uh, of them go at it. Dude, yeah, he was at – Joey Chestnut it. was in Buffalo. I think he won the, the wing contest probably yeah. five, six years ago. Well, it's funny you say that because I was – I couldn't remember how many times he'd won the hot dog eating contest, so I was trying to look it up today. This was the 13th time. Yeah, so I'm trying to look that up right now. And if you look him up, you can go to Wikipedia. There's a whole list of contests he's won in the past. I didn't want to write them all down. I didn't have much paper. <laughs> but there was some. There was a couple here I'd like to highlight. I want your guys' reaction. In 2006, he ate 118 jalapeno poppers in 10 minutes. Do that. You know what kind of... <laughs> Yeah. I'd you know shit in a bucket of ice. <laughs> I said, you know what my asshole would feel like the next day? Holy smoke. Well, well not the next day, like two I, hours after. I, I got to assume <laughs> eating them after like the first 10 or 15, your mouth just goes numb <laughs> and it's no worse. But yeah, coming out the next days. <laughs> or the next couple days. No fun. Yeah, that's true. You eat them, man. They're not all coming <laughs> no. out at once. No. Uh, 2007, he ate 182 chicken wings, long version. In 30 minutes at the Philly Wing Bowl, which now I want to attend. <laughs> Chicken wings everywhere. 182. 182 minutes. in 30 minutes. That's, That's a lot of wings. I was trying to So when I was in college, the ROTC program at school I went to and then the ROTC at the rival school, they used to always, at the basketball game, they used to always have like three or four ROTC members from each one, and they'd see who could eat the most number of wings. And I forget like... It was like five or six minutes because it was at halftime. But I think they would only eat like a hundred be- like between the four of them. That's still a lot. <laughs> well, it, well, yeah. Oh, between the four of them. Okay. Yeah, okay. so it's like 25 a person in like I'm, four or five minutes. I'm perusing the list you were talking about at the moment. This, oh, yeah. This here is we go. ridiculous. Uh, 2013, 121 Twinkies in six minutes. <laughs> Dude. I just found the most ridiculous one. Now he has diabetes. <laughs> yeah. well, let me see if I have it on here. Uh, if not. Yeah. 
2017, 55 glazed donuts in eight minutes. Dude, that's dude. I cannot imagine 55 glazed. Donuts they got to be really airy. You'd be in a coma because you have diabetes. <laughs> well, that's true. I wouldn't. That's be- the most doable so far. Though. <laughs> I think I give him a run for his money. <laughs> this one. I'm like, how do you not have brain freeze? 2018, 25 and a half ice cream sandwiches in six minutes. Man. Dude, I feel like I eat like one ice cream bar in like two minutes and I'm like done Full. for the count. <laughs> and then this year he had 32 Big Macs in Dude. 38 minutes. <laughs> I don't even want to eat one Big Mac in 38 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> 32 Big Macs. It's almost, that's, oh. What, what, was, what was the one you highlighted? Um, in 2014, at the Foxwood Resorts Casino in Ledyard, Connecticut, he ate a whole 9.35-pound turkey in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> He's not invited to Thanksgiving, by the way. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> a whole turkey. <laughs> That's what it says. There's another one on there. Yeah, like, is, I can't is, remember. It a, is a turkey brush or does it got the bone on it? You got to like peel around it. He's just yakking on a bone. <laughs> oh, my God. There was one on there. He ate like... 9.2 pies in a pie eating contest <laughs> in like eight minutes. <laughs> Dude, some of the, I, yeah. This is crazy. Some of the contests they have, and it's like, wh- where, why, why would you sign up for that? First he had a six pound burger one time. 18 pounds, 9.6 ounces of shrimp cocktail in eight minutes. <laughs> That's wait, the most random yeah. thing ever. Wait, wait, but do you have to, do you have to eat the shrimp with the cocktail sauce every time, or do you have to? Like Probably. eat the shrimp and then drink the cocktail sauce and <laughs> rinse you it down. Probably just dip real quick, but that's <laughs> no. You can fit how much? Eighteen pounds. Eighteen pounds. Nine. I say you could grab what four or five shrimp at a time, but still, that's I don't know how many shrimp are in a pound. It's got to be. Does he deter them first? <laughs> right. <laughs> Do you have to peel them? Or are you just biting them off? <laughs> you spit the spit the <laughs> spit the shell out. <laughs> Fifteen bowls of gumbo in eight minutes. <laughs> That's a that's a burning asshole the next day too. <laughs> yeah. He is currently ranked uh, number one in the world by the major league eating. <laughs> is there is there like a world ranking? Like he's like nine point eight, kind of like golf, and like second place is like six point four. Like world ranking points. <laughs> I don't know how they. Major league eating was founded in nineteen ninety seven in New York City. Who come up with that? <laughs> Guys, Richard Shea did. I, <laughs> I got a great idea. Let's we'll see if you can eat more and it's on. Have you guys ever done an eating contest or a challenge? No, I oh. haven't. I used to watch some of the the ones on Food Network, the Man versus Food. There was Man versus Food, and then there was an, another one spin off of, off of that, and it was it was disgusting. Well, I always think about isn't there a place? I've never been to Vegas, but there's a. There's a restaurant out there. I'm pretty sure you like order bur- if you're over like three fifty. Yeah, like a, you eat free. There's a scale and, outside. Yeah, heart attack, heart yeah. attack grill. Yes. And then if you, it's like six pound burger, and if you don't eat it, then you get spanked. Uh, I, so. I don't I don't remember all those details, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were you there? <laughs> something you want to tell us? I've, not, I've never been to Vegas. I know that, like Buffalo Wild Wings has a wing challenge. Yeah. But we, the only we've other, been there a couple of times when they've done it. I used to work with a guy. They owned a diner in PA, and they had a uh, they had a food challenge. It was like some sort of like breakfast food. It was like an omelet, pancakes, some other stuff, and all of it sounded like I would know. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> but how many hot dogs do you think you guys could eat in, what is it, 10 minutes? 10 minutes? 
Well, first of all, I couldn't dip them in the water. Dip in a bun. Yeah, I was just say dip in the bun in water. I feel like that would I, make I, me want to throw. I was up. like, I might throw up instantly when I stick the wet bun in my mouth. Um, this is getting awkward. <laughs> yeah, buns, uh, I, wieners. I'm gonna say seven. I, I think I, <laughs> I think I could go one a minute and get ten. That, that's what I was, I was thinking. Maybe maybe eight. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, we There's, should try. Maybe we have a hidden talent. We can beat Joey Chestnut. <laughs> I definitely don't do that. I, I would throw up. and t- I could eat like five hot dogs in ten minutes and then throw up after. I, there's, I don't even think if you told me I could eat it without the bun, I still <laughs> I could. I probably put about 20 down maybe without the bun, but right. that's about Nowhere's it. Nowhere's near 75. <laughs> right. <laughs> and could they cut it up for me first? That way I can just... Oh, Pop them in my mouth. Some mac and cheese with it too while we're at it. <laughs> huh. I just got an update. I don't know. This is kind of off topic, but ESPN alert that Mike Perry is out of the UFC until he gets help. I don't know if you saw that video. <laughs> I did. I did yeah. not. I didn't. I just liked your. This is off topic comment. <laughs> yeah. I, like somebody just texted you about Joey yeah. Chestnut and his hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking news per my sources. Yeah, there was. A, he was in. A, I'm assuming it's Florida. He lives in Florida, I believe. Yeah. He was getting kicked out of a bar. He was mad at some guy. He was drunk. And uh, he was arguing. And some, okay, first of all, yes, Mike Perry needs help. He Mm -hmm. really does. That was based off the interview he did after his last fight. You got to talk about the IRS, okay? Yes. But watching that video yesterday, you know, tell me what you think. Was he drunk? Yeah. Yeah. Would he probably have left and been like, yeah, whatever, he would have cooled off? It was the older fat (laughs) dude who provoked him and then decided to take four steps towards him to shove him, and Perry knocked him out. Probably shouldn't. Uh, yeah. The guy was mocking him. He's like, oh, I'm going to call the police. And then he took like four steps toward him. And Perry's like, whack. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure he touched Perry first. Yes. I, 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 from the video, I think it was. But yeah, he just. Uh, and then he was with his girlfriend. And uh, the joke of the day is he's 2 0 with him, her in his corner. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's better. Okay. Yeah, we got a small wind tunnel going That's through. That's what we're here. Yeah. Gotcha. We're like All cut right. out. Yeah. Allie's, Allie's adjusting her Thank fan. you. Thank you. Now I'm going to need a shower halfway in between. We here. should just get her a chair right there. So <laughs> she start doing our stats and then. I'm sp- yeah. <laughs> well, surprised we, no, I thought we might get a dad joke about dad joke about uh, fans watching us tonight or something like that. Uh, oh, giggity. I, I didn't even have to. He did that for me. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying to beat you to the punch. <laughs> We do have a fan in the corner because it's literally 500 degrees outside. I can't. Today. I, I mean, I don't know if I can fit an air conditioner in any of these windows down. <laughs> I've thought about it. Well, it'd be. We could cut a hole. <laughs> we could cut the hole bigger. <laughs> My goodness. I know. I know a guy who can make that window bigger. I don't want to know that you know a guy. <laughs> All right, we'll move on from there. And uh, let's talk about Patty Mahomes. Before we talk about Patrick Mahomes, there's been something we've neglected in football and contracts. We've talked about for good reason. forever. <laughs> then all of a sudden, when it happened, we just didn't talk about it. And it was Dak did sign his franchise tag oh, like three yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, we did talk about that for like three different episodes, and then ignore it when he actually signed. When he actually signed, yeah. like for thirty-one million. Still, <laughs> we don't yeah. care about the cowgirls. Ooh, mm. incoming text from Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Mahomes four hundred fifty million over ten years. This is an extension, so he's still on his current contract for the next two years. Next two years actually is uh, two. You're supposed to be two point eight million this year, okay. And then next year twenty four point eight million. That's weird how that was structured. Yeah, because yeah. I'm close. So he's signed for twelve more years. Then what you're Correct. saying? Yes. 
So he's two, already under contract for two more. Yeah, two on a current deal plus the 10 uh, So, yeah, he's yeah. yeah. so he's basically a chief for 10 years. And there's a no-trade clause. Uh, the contract is up to, actually, $503 million, $140 million guaranteed injury, no-trade clause, $83 million signing bonus. That is split out for the next three years, uh, $21 million, $27 million, $34 million. Then there was a, I forget what they called it, some kind of guarantees that nobody knows exactly what that means. Yeah, I'd, I was just going to say, I'd love to see the contract <laughs> and read it. It's kind of all the... Yeah, there were a couple, I forget what he, what they called them, but there were some kind of weird guarantee mechanisms. I'm looking at it right now. And no one knows what that means. I know he's not allowed to do some things. Like yes. He's not a like jet ski, right. play baseball, play basketball. That's pretty common. Yeah, it is. In these big deals. Ben Roethlisberger can't ride a motorcycle. Can't ride a motorcycle. <laughs> right. yeah. Jay Williams can't ride a motorcycle, did that, ended his NBA career. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, Go ahead. I'm so, here. So, obviously, there's been a lot of... I'm, I, don't, I don't know if he's worth it. I don't know if anybody's Ooh. worth that money. But for a quarterback, I mean, he's one good shot away from being done. Or or he runs a lot. He's one tackle away from on the around the knee that could hurt him. Uh, you know what the average career quarterback is? Trick question. I know the answer. I looked it up earlier. But do you guys know the average career length of a quarterback in the NFL? Five. No. It's three years. It is three years. I just I feel like ten. I I would be willing at that at fifty million a year. Oh boy, at fifty million a year, I would rather give that to him or give him sixty million a year for four years or five years, than give ten years at five hundred. Right. I I I'd, I'd rather do a shorter term deal for a little bit more than have ten years. Take that. So, so do you think Mahomes isn't worth the money? Mm. Yes and no. Short short term, yes. I mean, long term, I don't think so. So his past two seasons, he's first in uh, passing TDs. They didn't have rushing. He's eighty nine. He's thrown for over ten thousand yards, almost eleven thousand. He's got twenty seven wins. He's got the highest QBR rating, seventy nine, which nobody knows how to calculate. And yards per attempt is eight and a half. <laughs> he leads the league so, in all those last two seasons. So my worry is, we've seen. I would say we've seen a trend of younger guys winning Super Bowl. Yeah. Going back, Russell Wilson, they gave him a huge contract, and then Seattle fell off the table. Yeah. And I think going forward, the Chiefs have, I think there's four or five guys, and they've got like $90 million tied up in those guys. And th- then you've got to pay another 49 guys $100 million. So that could be the issue in Seattle. If you give Russell Wilson a short-term <laughs> contract for a lot of money, you can't pay people. But if you give a quarterback 10 years and spread out that money. I mean, they've got to hope that the salary cap keeps going up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If the seller cap doesn't go up, they could be in yeah. trouble in five years. So next year, I think it's a no because of what's going on now. But the following year, it should go back right. up. And obviously, they don't have to worry about this until, what, 2023? Yes. So. Yep. So I think, my opinion, over the next, let's say, five years, I envision Patrick Mahomes being the best quarterback in football. Probably having a chance at a couple, couple more Super Bowls, a couple more yep. league MVPs. If, if we're redrafting the whole league right now, 
I'm giving strong consideration to him as my first overall pick. Oh, 100%. Me too. I still – so so over the next, you know, at least five years, and if he stays healthy, which I know, like Adam just said, but I believe, in my opinion, that caveat of he's one shot of his career ending, you could argue that about any football player. Right. But I, I could see over the next ten years him being the best quarterback in the league for that span of ten years. I still don't believe any athlete is worth $50 million a season, especially in a league where there's a salary cap. Right. So so I think uh, I think Mahomes is worth a lot of money. He's worth a lot to the Chiefs. I mean, they just come off the Super Bowl, a very good year prior to that. I don't think it's a good contract for Mahomes, and here's why I think so. It's 10 years, you're locked in, and this doesn't take effect for another two years. Mm-hmm. So I get you're locked in. It's guaranteed money. It looks great on paper. What if we have the same situation in Seattle where they don't? I mean, Seattle, you know, good, they're they're contenders, but like you said, they haven't really done what they did before that contract. Right. What if now Kansas City, like Tyreek Hill gets hurt? Now you don't have anybody to throw to. That team goes downhill. Yeah. There's no telling and from you, his side that he still wants to be in Kansas City at some right. point. And at fifty million dollars, that's hard to trade. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and with the salary cap that will, like the NBA, probably continue to go up because of popularity and TV deals, mm-hmm. I'm not signing a 10 million, especially only $140 million of this is guaranteed. It was like $140 million or something like that was the uh, injury mm-hmm. guarantee or there was no trade clause. That's not $450 million guaranteed. Right. Yeah. Which, which what some other guys have gotten. Right. I'm not signing that contract <clears throat> because – You've locked yourself in that you're in eight years from now, you're probably underpaid because if the salary cap continues to go up, now everybody's going to keep getting more money. Yeah, especially because four or five years from now, he's going to be, what, 28? Yeah. Like, that's like supposedly people's prime. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's locked into the deal already. Exactly. For five years after. And what if Kansas City sucks? Right. I mean, teams, other than, I mean, the Patriots had a great run. But how many teams have runs of 10 years where they're in the playoffs contending? You know, I feel like most teams have good four, five, maybe six years. And then they're in that whole rebuild mode. You know, you lose a quarterback after three years. And I don't know. I'm, I, I couldn't commit myself in today's sports. I could not commit myself to 10 years to a team. I think it's dumb on both ends for Kansas City. One, the injury. There's always a risk there. That's any NFL player. Yep. But if I'm the player... The answer is no. I do not want ten million. I'll take a, give me a three year extension, guarantee me some money, and then uh, we'll talk again in a couple years and see where the team, what directions the team heading. You got to look out for your best interest, right? Because if that team sucks, his value goes down. And well, and think about what we've seen with Brady. Right, he takes pay cuts so that they're able to spend money on a couple of guys, yeah. and that's what. So an article I read. So Eli Manning. Oh, for a quarterback, has earned the most over his career at two hundred fifty-two million. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good for Eli, right? And then Mahomes is going to make double that well, you know, if he plays out all next twelve years, just off guarantee money. Who, if yeah, and that's and that's obviously all that five hundred isn't guaranteed because that was another thing that got brought up is it said it was the biggest, the richest deal in sports history, which technically it's not. Because that all goes off guarantee. So, 
If he plays it all that's, out, yes, it yeah. will be. But that's arguing semantics to me, right? right. It's money's money. I mean, at what point is money coming relevant? Right. If you're making that much money, yeah. So the next highest, I did look this up, based off just guaranteed money, the next highest paid player in the NFL is actually Matt Ryan, who signed the ninety-four million dollar. Where'd they get Atlanta? Right. Yeah, they're still. Matt Ryan's going to make thirty million dollars next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? When's? I mean, I don't know all salaries of all quarterbacks, but I'm thinking any quarterback over twenty-five million. They haven't done anything. Right. I say over twenty, but I don't know what Brady was right. I know he was right around twenty, but no, no big money quarterbacks have been in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I I think there's so much more. I mean, I, I'm not saying Mahomes isn't isn't smart, doesn't have good people around him. I think there's more to that contract than, you know, just the money. I mean, you got to think, excuse me, if the Chiefs suck, how, how many endorsements are you getting? Well, who doesn't want Kermit the Frog endorsing? Well, it's a dad choke. <laughs> he talks like Kermit the Frog. I don't even get that one. Oh. They say he talks like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's clearly getting paid by Coors Light because today in an Instagram post that was – Blasting Coors Light logos was it? and well, was like hashtag Coors Light. So. Oh yeah, he's getting paid by Coors <laughs> he's Light. Definitely getting paid by them too. So then, because then he walked into a concert at Super Bowl and had Bud Light or something like that <laughs> yeah. in his hand. Yeah, of oh. course, jumped on that in a hurry. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! This is the beer you need in your hand. Po- Post Malone concert, I think. It yes, was. Mm. and like a section like reserved for him. And nope. Arnold Palmer's not paying us by the so. Way. If Arnold Palmer <laughs> wants to sponsor us, <laughs> or at least me, let let us know. No luck. So, oh, you're having one too. So, so yeah. But can, I mean, congrats to Mahomes for signing that money. That's good for him. I mean, his, his girlfriend who doesn't do shit except for post stupid shit on Instagram is not happy. I, I'd be curious to revisit, you know, in five years and what, mm-hmm. or yeah, even three years after his contract starts, I guess. Yeah. See what where KC is. Yeah, I'm not. That's that's my thing. Because I think about obviously we think about a bunch of guys in the past five years have been like, nope, I want more money. You know, I th- Tyreek Hill, like, how much money is he going to want when he's up for a contract, I think, next year? I mean, there's yeah, I, there's just a lot of guys. And I know that I think they only lost four starters total from the Super Bowl team last year. That's pretty so good. I, so, I mean, they're still sitting pretty, but, again, they, they haven't had to pay guys yet. So I mean, different sport, but I know you hate the guy in LeBron. <laughs> but the one smart thing LeBron did was he knew that salary caps were going to increase. So he would not sign a long-term deal. I mean, these last few years, yeah. he kept saying, I'm going to sign a one-year deal. I'm signing yep. a one-year deal because we'll renegotiate after that salary cap goes up. Yeah, and obviously look at then probably the last four years of his career, he just took a max contract with the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. I know you hate the guy, but that is a good move. Yeah. That's what I mean. I mean, that's I, I can't commit. I couldn't commit. It's also easier to do that, though, at his age. Especially with the sponsorships he's had, he's probably already got two hundred million dollars in a bank account or more, right? Just from Nike, he got a lifetime yeah. contract with Nike, and he yeah. cashed out with Beats by Dre when they sold to Apple, right? Yeah. So it's it's easier to take the one year deal, a little bit less money, when you've already got hundreds of millions in the bank, right? And at the same, I guess even if we look at it the other way, is if Mahomes signs a three year deal and then in the third year he gets hurt and ends his career, and he only made well, I guess in this case he make 150 million. So, it's, so it's still more than it was guaranteed. But say he was only, say he was only at that point he was only going to get 100 million. He's 40 million shy of what he was 
Yeah, you're making he, you know the guarantee. Yeah, but you're still making close to <laughs> even if he does three years gets hurt, he's got 140 million. That's 45 right. million guaranteed pretty much. So yeah, that's not that bad. <laughs> no, right? And you end your career is. I mean, if you can't live off 140 million, you should probably really evaluate how you're living your life <laughs> right. and spending your money. Yeah, I mean, at, at our age, if somebody hands me five million bucks, I'm set for life. So yeah, if you yeah. can't. Yeah, if you can't live off 140 well, million. That's why some we've always talked about like if you if I won the lottery and it was only a million dollars, like you could just not go to your you could quit your job for like two or three years and find something later. You you wouldn't have to work for a few years. I'd quit just, longer than that and invest in well, starting my own business or right, something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but even at yeah, even at a million dollars you could oh, yeah. live quite a while. Do you hand me a million dollars? I probably would if I was working. <laughs> I mean, the thing about this kid. Like, this kid's two years out of deuces. college, yeah. And yeah. Now he's getting five hundred million dollars. Yeah. I also we'll see a thirty for thirty in twenty years yeah. on how he the lost girl- it all in fifteen years. Oh, <laughs> or how his girlfriend <laughs> spent it all. I think he's smarter than Mike Tyson, though. That's true. Tyson, Tyson gave away Mike, a Bentley one time. Yeah, he did because he, he wrecked it and didn't want the guy to call the police. Yeah, so he gave it to him. Then he went back the next <laughs> so day. The guy the <laughs> so then he went back the next day to the guy's house and took it from him. <laughs> didn't I think didn't Tyson make like three hundred million in his career and at one point obviously had to file for bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so he he went through hundreds of millions of dollars. I don't believe Patrick Mahomes is on that level. No, I don't think so either. I, I think mean, Tyson did have to get in the hangover movies. So <laughs> now he's making money selling weed. Yeah. His own cannabis farm. I mean, I'm not – I think I agree on both points. That it's it's too long. I don't like really long sports contracts. It's one thing I like with the NHL, their mm-hmm. CBA. You cannot – if a player is a free agent going to a different team, they can sign for a max of seven years. And if you're re-signing with your own team, it's eight years. So no contracts in the NHL can be longer than eight years as of like three years ago. So I kind of like that. It, it protects teams from that one. I, I would definitely take more guaranteed, less years. Yeah. I feel like I, I would feel like I'm protecting myself, and my oh. brand, and if that team shits the bed because they're paying me too much money and they can't put people around me, you're not winning. Yeah. Right. And I, I guess we'd be in the same thing as kind of what I said earlier is even if they said, hey, Mahomes, here's $180 million for three years. I guess we're talking, oh, is that guy worth $60 million a year? But Right. I mean, for him, if he plays really well over the next three years and then he could sign for even more than that for another yeah. three or four years. Or take the, if I was a player, take the hockey approach. <clears throat> Throw me a signing bonus. Throw me a bonus. Yeah. yeah. Right. I've always kind of thought that about uh, you know, last was a year or two ago when both Bryce Harper and Manny Machado Shout were up. free agents. I always thought, you know, I know you don't like Bryce Harper, and, but if he could have signed with a random <clears> – <throat> small market team, even let's say the Pirates. I'm a Pirates fan. Yeah. Let's say he went to Pittsburgh on like a one-year $50 million deal. All of his merchandise sales and right. things with his name on it probably would have paid for two-thirds of his contract. Yeah. Yeah. And then he could have been a free agent a year later, gone somewhere else. Do it all over yeah. again. But had $50 million in the bank from that one year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you look at Machado. Not, I mean, San Diego's, I guess, kind of a small market in baseball. Yeah. yeah. And he went there. And yeah. Obviously, being in the East Coast, we don't hear about him anymore. But David Price yeah. is sitting out this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Trout's considering it. Yep. I'm not going down this rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want to either. Trout's um, another example, though, contract wise, where he just signed that extension. Four twenty six. It's like a, like a thirteen million dollar 
or 13 year contract extension. This was what a year or two ago. Yeah. And, and I, I wholeheartedly believe Mike Trout's the best, best player in baseball and probably will be for the next five years. But there's no way to predict what he'll be playing like. Right. 10 to 13 years from now. 12, 12 years, 426. Yeah. That was so, for who? Trout. For Trout. Trout, yeah. That's what they were saying. So, it, with guarantees, Cole, Harper, and Machado got more, got double guaranteed what Mahomes got guaranteed. Less risk of injury in baseball. Yeah. Well. Would be yeah. my my guess for the yeah. key factor. With, well, I well, think. Pitcher, too. I, I think football is the only sport where we see these contracts that are broken out between guaranteed mm-hmm. and not guaranteed. Yeah. All, all right. of the sports are guaranteed money contract. unless you retire. Yeah. Right. So, like, even if Trout got hurt this season and ended his career, he still gets paid that. Yeah. That, that is guaranteed. Yeah, that's what they're saying. He's guaranteed 420. Well, it's a little less now because they've got to take pay cut this year. But, yeah, yeah, they're still he's still making $426 yeah. million over the next 12 years. But that's just an example between, like, Baseball Players Union and the owners right. where that's just how it's structured. They don't, right. they don't deal with that guaranteed, not yeah. guaranteed bullshit. Yep. To me, a contract's a contract, like the, in this case. 10 years, $508 million. Well, just make that the contract. Right. Then I'd sign it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. We could suck. I don't give a <laughs> Suck all we want. Yeah. S- sorry, boys. Sorry I went like one for ten and missed you on that crossing around the end zone. <laughs> got to go cash my check. All right. Adam said he's got a – we're going to move to golf. All right. So. He's got a rant. First of all, congrats to Bryson. Fuck that guy. I know. Sorry. Fork vomit. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> He he played well last week, and I'm. The more I've been watching the last couple of weeks since we they've been back, it's kind of interesting to watch him drive the ball because he is <clears throat> driving it so far. Mm-hmm. I think there was a par four that was like three ninety seven. He was like within twenty yards of the green three out of the four rounds last last week. And I think it'll be interesting to watch him next week at Mirfield because he's not playing this week at Mirfield, right? Because there's a couple holes a lot guys are laying up with. You know, long irons at like two fifty because it's like a three ten carry over water. It's a little tighter too. Than yeah, so it would be interesting Detroit to watch him that way. Golf club, but please, Bryson, when a cameraman is following you, he's gonna go out. on. I, I want to do oh. <laughs> on thirteen, right? I think it was on the thirteenth hole. I feel the heat he hit out of my a, collar. <laughs> he hit a bad shot, and then he complained to the cameraman because he could ruin his brand. Bryson, the cameraman's job is. To film you, your job is to play golf. And not be an asshole. Quit worrying about your brand. First of all, if the cameraman's ruining your brand, it's actually you ruining your brand. Right. Not the cameraman. Yeah. How do you think all these athletes, Tiger, Jordan, LeBron, that have a camera in their face nonstop feel? That is your fault. I watched Rom, who we complain about a lot of today. He's a crybaby. T- today, he hit a shot off a tee that was... 80 yards right of the fairway. Had to hit a provisional. Slammed his club. I didn't see him going to the cameraman complaining because the cameraman caught it on him camera. After. Yep. Yeah. And okay. I think DeShambo's quote was even though we're playing in the public eye, we deserve a moment of privacy out here. Yeah. Then go to the Porta John because you don't. <laughs> right. You don't. You. If there's fans there, someone probably is going to catch you with the camera phone. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I didn't see, and maybe you guys did, was they said he threw a tantrum in a bunker. Yeah. I didn't see the video of the, of the bunker shot. He, so I was watching. He didn't, like, it wasn't, it was on the green. It wasn't like it was, I mean, but, I would have been like, yeah, 
I'm but on. If, I'm out. I'm, the only thing that made I don't even think this is news. No one cares about him throwing a tantrum if he doesn't yell at the cameraman. Right. Yeah, no one says a word if he doesn't say anything. If First of all, they yeah. finish the hole. Everybody else walked to the 14th tee box, and he stayed back to talk to the cameraman, whose job was to video the 13th green. Right. Yeah, this like, isn't a, a roaming cameraman. Right. He's stationed on a, a non-movable <laughs> camera that's on that hole. Right. If there's golfers on that hole, his job is to video them. Yeah. It's very childish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, 100%. Bryson, do your job and play golf. If you throw a tantrum, you throw a tantrum. Don't complain because someone someone on his team better pull him aside and say that was wrong, pal. You should probably apologize for that. Yeah, you know if if you if you got that much of an issue and you hit a bad shot, you better work on your temper. Right. I mean, we don't play in front of fans. I still am very conscious of like I don't want to feel like I'm being an asshole to the people I'm playing with and make it awkward for them. Right. Right. We we played obviously we played with a few people that. Oh, Tricky Ricky, the Red Rocket. <laughs> I wasn't going to call him out, but... <laughs> he knows. But, you know, I mean, we all do it. I mean, we have... You grow up. Yeah. And like and I said, it, he's, yeah. he obviously he's younger in emotions and stuff like that, but still... He You're knows, a professional. He's, he's what, 20, he just got a sixth PGA Tour win. It's not like... He's 26. It's well, not like he's a true. 13-year-old kid. <laughs> but He's yeah, not a rookie. Accident. He, he's... <laughs> yeah, just do your job and play golf like... If they catch a tantrum, like, Spieth was red hot today. And you just wait. You know, he, he blows up, it feels like, every other round. Yeah, he can't put it together right now, which sucks. Yeah, but. he's just got he, – he lets his emotions get to him, which Rom does the same. And But, like, they are, you don't see them complaining because the cameraman had the yeah. camera on him. It comes with the territory. Right. Plain if, and if, simple. You, if you want to be top ten in the world, the camera's going to be on you. I just want to know if the camera caught all 81 shots today of Brooks Kepka. He didn't shoot 81. Yes, he did. No, Chase did. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Brooks, Chase Kepka. Brooks shot. was two over. Yeah. They put it on TV that Brooks Kepka <laughs> no. shot 81. Yes, no. this morning, Golf <laughs> Channel. I'm looking at him like. Ch- Chase Kepka shot 80. He's second to last in the tournament, but Brooks shot two over. Brooks was two Brooks, over. Brooks shot 41 on the front the nine. Golf Channel went, got it wrong and today. And then went three under on the back. Golf Channel got wrong Because that today. was because a lot of people are joking on Twitter. They're like, "Did Chase take Brooks's tee time when Brooks was shot forty one on the front nine? But no, Brooks shot two over because then they had wrong on Golf Channel. <laughs> because there was a picture. I was standing in front of the TV. I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Like, yeah, he shot forty one on the front and shot three. I even said something else. I'm like, "Is this Brooks Kepka shot eighty one today? He was five over after nine. <laughs> he was five over. After so nine. <laughs> Golf Channel got the wrong yeah. Kepka. Yeah, yeah, he was." He was two over. Because they were showing highlights of him hitting shots. <laughs> yeah. Radio Golf Channel, you owe me. <laughs> anyway, speaking of Kepka, he tweeted about... He did. <laughs> tweet about DeChambeau. It was just like a steroid needle or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> They're nice. assuming it was about DeChambeau. Right. So, like I said, I, dude, he's, he's playing well. It's working for him, but... And that's I think well, Thomas. I think Thomas might have made a comment. He was like joking about it, but he's like, he's like, I always, I always like joke about him, but maybe I just should shut up now. Play like, better, yeah. Well, so, we talked about him a couple of weeks ago. I said that this playing style will probably get him a couple of wins in the short term, but yes. I, I just think that it, what he's doing to his body, especially the violent swing, not just the weight gain, but the violent right. swing, he's. He's shortening the back end of his career. That's what I believe Dude. he's doing. So he's he's going to get some wins short term, and he proved that last week. But does he have more than five years in him with this right. playing style? 
Do you, that's I, don't, I don't know where he is in the world golf rankings, but what do you guys think is Seven. Chan? Does it does he win a major in the no. next three years? He never wins a major. No, I don't think he he doesn't chip and pot well enough yep. to win majors. Yeah. So that's perfect. Did you watch any of it Sunday, Saturday, or Sunday? <laughs> yeah, uh, I did not. Well, I watched actually. Saturday. I didn't watch Sunday. I watched Sunday. I watched almost the whole birthday. thing Sunday, but uh, yeah, I don't know what the hell I did I, Sunday, but I didn't watch. I get tired of watching him too because of the way his just mannerisms and he's just even when he's not throwing tantrum, his man, he's just he's a baby, right? And, and I mean, he has this whole like mindset of like everything's so calculated, and he's almost got an arrogant way of doing it. At one point, he had to, on a par five, he had to chip out because he was in the trees. And he was like, he moaning and groaning and bitching the whole time because he chipped out and went through the fairway into the rocks in the pond. He had to take a drop. Oh, yeah. I'm like thinking to myself, did you really, because we all know how he thinks, did you really stand in the trees and think to yourself, I mean, there was plenty of room out there. Oh, I need to hit it 13 and a half yards that way. Like, so, you had all the room in the world to just put it in the fairway. And that fairway was, like, 50 yards wide at that point. Yeah, he just... It was huge. He overstretched it. Like, just put it in the fairway. Right. But there's, like, this arrogance about him, like, I'm better than thou because I know how to calculate. Yeah, and it, it was... Yeah, and that one, it's like he almost had to... He's like, I got to lay it up within five yards of that pond. Yes. Or else it's not yes. going to be good. We're talking about a punch out. Just put right. it in the damn fairway. Right. And if I'm a caddy, I'm going to probably grab him by the nap of the neck and be like, you're yeah. an idiot. And I think they said his caddy worked for NASA... Maybe. So oh, that's a great like, combination. So he's got like a similar mindset. Yeah, I was just going to say, that would be a nightmare to be his caddy. You're right, though. Short term, yes. But if you watch any of that golf, those fairways were like 60 yards wide. Right. Okay? We're hitting it down hallways at our home course. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so That's why I'm, I'm curious to watch him if he still tries to pound the ball next week at Mirfield. I would guarantee. I think he will. I think he's. Just to prove a point. He's got that mindset now. Yeah. He's trying to be. But they're growing the rough. It's going to be firm and fast, and that's not going to. It's quick already, and they're like, we're not due for any rain for the next seven days, yeah. I think they said. So, so I'm, I'm not overly familiar with the course, but like you're saying, if there's a hole where, for example, he's got to carry it 310 over water, he's got the attitude right now where he's going to attempt that. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's not going to take a six iron and lay it out there. He did that this week. There was like two pot bunkers on each side of the fairway. Yeah. He hit driver. He hit driver right between. I'm like, yeah, great shot, but what if you bury one of those? Right, right. Like it's just a stupid move. And, and yeah, and, and most of those guys are. In, but right, that's where his confidence comes in. He knows he's not as good with his shorter irons, so he's like, I can't lay it up to. You know, I can't lay it back to 180, 170, because I don't know. I don't know where that next shot's going. But if I put it down to 70 out, I feel a little more confident. He shouldn't. He's 110th on tour from 100 yards and in. Right. 110th and that's and they brought i don't i don't know who made i don't know if it was thursday or friday when i was watching or on saturday when i was watching but they made a good point he he had a chip he was just in front of the green and he chipped he left it like 20 feet short and his they first said, hole his, he they, the, they said well maybe if his iron his wedges weren't 38 yeah, inches long yeah, like yeah. that might make a difference and the other thing fallow kept bringing up is i think i think it was if i'm the, if i'm bryson right now I'm going to probably go grab some wedges who have steel shafts yeah, and not hit wedges with graphite shafts because that's the other thing he's doing right now. Yeah. He's chipping and putting and hitting wedges with yeah. graphite shafts. Like, that just doesn't yeah. work. And his grips are the size of this Yeti here. Yes. It's ridiculous. I just – I get tired of, like <laughs> – I'm tired of the hype. I'm like, congrats on winning the tour events, like, whatever. But I'm tired of all the hype, like, oh, my gosh, he's hitting it so far. Okay, little stat for you. 
Bryson's number one on tour and driving right now, averaging 323 yards. He need put on 40 pounds. He is point four yards longer than Cameron Champ, who weighs 150 pounds. Right. <laughs> Cameron Champ is averaging 322.6. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the and whatever the difference between whatever Rory's number is has to be within five yards. Of yeah, the rest of the guys are all stuck at like 315, three, you know. Yeah, because yeah, I think like someone, oh, Cantlay. I was watching Cantlay a little bit today. He's averaging like 301, and he's like 80th. Like he's way down there compared to, and he's still 300. And 300, I would say it's short compared on nowadays, but 300 will still get you. It's long enough. It, it'll get you it. a driver and yes. a nine iron into a par four. Yeah, if you can hit 300 yards, you can yeah. compete on the PGA Tour. Yeah. So, so the I'm getting angry over here because I just I'm I'm so t- I'm all over the hype, and I think he just he's a baby. He's doing it for attention. The guy can't chip and putt or hit wedges because he of his technique, and I would stand face to face with that guy and argued with him until I'm blue in the face. I don't give a shit. You have some degree in physics. The reason you can't chip or putt is because you have zero leverage and touch in your hands. You're not going to ever be able to chip out of rough with your lob wedge the length of your six iron right. with no hinge in your wrist. I enjoyed listening to the announcers. Next time he plays, listen to the announcers because they made a couple comments and it was almost like picking on him on the broadcast because they were like, well, right now he's trying to check out the barometric, barometric pressure. Yeah, they do. They and then they're, so they're like making fun of him on the course. And like I said, everybody can make Obviously, he won last week. Like, congrats, but... Like, in the long run, like we've said, it's just probably not. It's not sustainable. You're it's going to be hard. You're going to play a harder course. Yeah. Think a about, lot harder course. Think about, obviously, and I think you mentioned this a few weeks ago with Phil lost a ton of weight. Like, the, mm-hmm. you know, in four or five years, obviously we're all in our early 30s, They, like, he's going to be like, dude, I can't be at this weight. Like, it's not, it's not going to work out. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got to trim down. The so. guy was doing just fine. He's being successful. Yeah, he won. Five other he tournaments. Like, yeah, I was saying he won back to back a couple of years ago in the playoffs. If anything, <laughs> I'm not. My mindset isn't like, oh, I should put on 40 pounds so I hit it further. I'd be like, I should probably learn how to chip. Well, maybe if he didn't use a three degree driver. Five. Sorry. <laughs> but you're right. That's what it is. I mean, a driver's longer and it's five degrees right now. Yeah, it's like 46 and a half, so 47. What, I don't want it. It's yeah. like a half inch shorter than. It's a long drive competition yeah. setup. Yeah. yeah. If you put that same driver in McElroy's hands, Cameron Champ, Tony Finau, they're, they might hit they're probably going to be out driving Bryson. Yeah. 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 That's one of the factors they're not talking about on TV. Right. It's basically you have an extra club, is what you got. I yeah. Mean, you yeah. drop it down, you're lowering yeah, your spin, and he's just launching it. It's almost he's hitting a seven iron instead of a nine iron. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm tired of the like, oh, he's hitting it so far. DeShambo didn't win last week because of driving distance. I'm going to throw that out there right now. He putted very well. He was plus eight in strokes game putting. Because if you watched anything on Sunday, this guy had like 100-yard wedges. He couldn't put within like 15 feet. But, then he, but he would make a 25-footer. Yeah. I mean, it's not as – his driving distance is not winning tournaments right now. Right. It's his putting. And I'm so tired of hearing about how far he hits it. And I would still outchip him. Do you want to talk about Patrick next? <laughs> what about him? I don't know. What about LeBron? Just, we can talk about LeBron if you want to event too. I'm just tired of the bullshit. I just really am. I'm like, well, then we won't talk about LeBron. I got one more thing I want to talk about. Two more things I want to talk about about with, this. With golf? DeFatso. I've got a new name for him. We got Patrick and we got DeFatso. DeFatso. 
Okay. You ready? I'm going to think about that. I think I can come up with something better than that. <laughs> Could you please? That was like yeah. off the cuff. I like thought no of problem. it. It's like a half hour, 45 minute ride to the golf course tomorrow morning. Be, the rest if of you be firing names off. If you're playing with DeChambeau, he has the tee. And you step on a step up on a 400-yard hole, and he tells you to go ahead. He's waiting for the green to clear. What's <laughs> right. your response? Oh, nope. uh, no. I'm nope. not doing it. Go ahead. <laughs> I would, I'd probably look down in front of him like, I think you're good, bud. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, yeah, that's the thing. And obviously, we talk about this a lot. You know, if you have 260, 270 into a par five, it's like, well, you can hit. You're not you're not going to land it there. Right. Yeah. He's not landing the ball that's, 400. I'll like say, if it that, so, and that's exactly right. He was, I think his driving distance was like 350 last week, but he's landing at 325, and it's rolling another 25 or 30 yards. So this ball didn't even come close to the 400-yard par four. <laughs> right. It didn't hit a tree. He hit it in the rough. <laughs> he still had 70 yards in. And then Matt Wolf was in the group behind him and hit it 30 yards past where right. he came in from. So, uh, Wolf's another guy, right? He's, he can't be more, what, 180 pounds? Right. And just hits the ball. I, it's so stupid. I don't. You could shove your physics degree up your freaking science ass. <laughs> like, it's just so stupid. Like... You have to swing that hard and put on the weight because you have no technique in your swing other than the one Dude, he, plane, like, swing like, like a bot. Obviously, everybody, you know, golf swing, like, make sure you have balance, everything. Dude, when he swings, he's freaking five yards from the ball when he ends up because he's spinning in circles. Yeah. He looks like that guy on the Asian tour just that missed the ball this week. Whiffed the ball this week, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any, any, you got any predictions on uh, Bryson's first injury? Anybody? Want to take a guess what it might be? Achilles. I think, I think there's a lot of things. It's either going to be his lower back or a knee. I think it's his I left had, knee. Yeah, if I had to put money. Or he's going to roll an ankle. Yeah. I'm going Achilles. <clears throat> Just stepping in a hole. Well, one more thing. <laughs> and then I'm moving on for this jackass. <laughs> By the way, I would say all this to your face, you fucking idiot. Because <clears throat> now I'm really pissed. <laughs> I saw a video this week that was new. Within the last, like, four weeks, his coach takes all of his golf balls, puts them in a bucket, fills that bucket with Epsom salt and water. Come on. You're, no, I'm not. Dude, I ain't even started yet. That, that, that's <laughs> stupid enough. Oh, it gets so much better. He takes the golf ball, throws it in the water, spins it, and lets the heavy end come to the, or the, so the heavy um, end would come. Okay. All right. He then dots it. Yep. Okay, with a marker. Takes it out of the water, and then he takes lead tape, puts it over top of where he dotted it, like a little piece, because, you know, science says 60 grams is like, or milligrams is what it could be off. I can't remember what he said. So he takes a little piece of lead tape, throws it over the ball, throws it back in the water. If that ball does not flip and the lead tape go to the bottom, they throw the ball out. Because not can, all balls you, are perfect or mass-produced. Can you leave a separate bucket for us? <laughs> I'll, I'll take some balls. The guy's like, how often do you do this? He's like, all of his balls. He goes, how long does it take you to do a dozen? He goes, mm, about 15, 20 minutes. He goes, usually in a dozen, we throw out two golf balls. <laughs> then I'm like, wait a minute. This guy's, we guys swim in his golf balls <laughs> to test where the balance point is. <laughs> um, you, you're around people, you know, like Tiger Woods. Why don't you go ask him how many times he floated his golf balls in salt water to win 15 majors? Yep. Get out of here with your bullshit. <laughs> By the way, you're not winning a major. Dude, he was using the track man on the putting green last week. No, he wasn't. <laughs> I swear to God. Because, Come on, man. Because he was trying to figure out 
the the launch angle from his putter and the ball. Because to get it, make sure it was rolling. I think the quicker. launch angle from his putter to the ball is just—it's just pure moron. That's Dude, what it is. He had the track man on the putting green last week. I, I can't even handle this crap. Bryson, call me if you want a chipping lesson. Maybe you'll win. Or more. if you want to be on the podcast, let us know. No, I don't want you on the podcast. I'm just going <laughs> to no, chew your ass for being an that idiot. That would be awkward. Well, that would make it fun. It's so stupid, though. I mean, I'm not. I'm, first of all, I'm not saying Bryson's a better golfer than me, but I'm telling you, like his technique, knowing the golf swing. He's never going to win majors. He's definitely never going to win a U.S. Open. Throw me on the record right, right now for saying that. No, he'll, that that's the one major he will never win. Or he, I don't. Or or a PGA I championship. Say, I was going to say an Open. I don't. I don't think he wins an Open. He, His I best mean, chance to win a major is Augusta because it's more traditional golf. Right. And they, I guess, an Open potentially because the fairways are so wide. But if he starts missing fairways there, he's done. Or he's in a pot bunker and can't get out. Right. See, and I think of Augusta as the one where you have to putt the best to win. And that's that's the only thing he's doing well. Right now. Right now. Yeah. Right now. You putting comes and goes. Yeah. You're gonna have off weeks. Yeah, because they, they were I think they were they said it'll be interesting to watch him at Augusta this year because of some of the the lines he's probably gonna take on. Mm-hmm. There's like six or seven I saw an overview of the course and they were like, if you take some of these drives and put them where he's going to have to line up if he wants to hit driver, I, they don't know if he's going to be able to. He's going to have to clear trees and yep. then take well, absolutely crazy right. angles. So that's when you have to be smart enough to back down to your three iron. Right. Which, obviously, we know he's smart, but is but he golf, So smart, golf he's smart. stupid. His ego he, outweighs it, yeah. his yeah. if he's, intelligence. Is he golf smart? Put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> we can. What, what is that again? Let's write that down. His ego outweighs his intelligence. Okay. <laughs> Russ Grinnell, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> De, de fatso. <laughs> nah, I'm coming up with something else. But, I mean, we've talked about this before all this happened, probably more than a year ago, in a uh, semi-drunk stupor at the golf course. I think I proclaimed to both of you, like, I would smoke that dude in a chipping contest any day of the week. Mm-hmm. And I would e- I would even take either one I of you in a chipping contest because his technique is terrible. So I was just going to say, I'm confident I could beat him in a chipping contest. 100%. You can't. I mean, we and we watched it. I remember in the Ryder Cup in France, he had, like, a ball in the rough. And I think I even said, I'm like, he's leaving us in front of him. Yeah. And I, I was close. It was like a foot. So it was, like, kind of in front of him. <laughs> the ball didn't come out because he has – you have to have a steeper angle attack if you able to get the ball club under the ball. There's there's You can't chip – Unlike the golf swing, where it's like in his mind, it's one way and only way. You can't chip that way. There's got to yep. be different angles of attack yeah. based on your lie. If he if he gets in thick rough, he's it's I don't know he can't chip. Right. That's why I'm curious with Mirfield because it's I think it's three or four inch Kentucky bluegrass. It's and thick and it sits down and so next week will be interesting. Next week will be a good test to see where his game is at. And then the one of the announcers was like. He was on a par five on Saturday. He had two hundred five in. They're like, he just hit eight iron into that par five from two hundred five. Yeah, it's as long as it's six iron, <laughs> right? Are we not? Are we going to leave that out again? Like, right? And three quarters of the guys on tour would do that also, right? Correct. Brooks Kepka would also be hitting an eight iron. I'm Tiger just, probably would. I mean, I, I remember a couple of times. I think, I think it was at East Lake. JT hit like an eight iron, like two twenty, because they're like, oh, he's pulling eight iron out. Yeah. yeah, but that's what those guys do. It's it's the it's whole. No, it's normal nowadays right. for them. 
the driving thing doesn't impress me for many reasons. And I'm going to end on this. The five degree drivers, it's not spinning. He's getting in the air. It's also longer. And like you said, if you put that in the hands of many other people, they're going to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. He's not winning because of his length. He's winning because of his putting. So if you're 15 out there and you want to learn how to hit it, don't hit it like Bryson. Learn how to putt because that's going to make you be a better player in the long run. Yep. And that's the only reason. If he doesn't make – if he misses half those putts he made on Sunday, he might shoot He might shoot 70. Right. I mean, the guy had 100 yards and he had like 25 feet. So I just – I don't know. I'm over it. The hype is not real with me. I just, just, <laughs> nope. Sorry for ranting so much. I got, I got one you're, golf you're question good. for you guys. I don't know if you guys saw it going around Twitter. I don't know when it was. Mm, I know where the you're other going day. with this. So someone posted it said, you get one putt. There's a three-footer, five-footer, 10-footer, 20-footer, or 50-footer. Worth for the money? For 50000 100 250 a million, or five. Well, so, it depends where I'm putting me, at. <laughs> if I'm at Willow Creek, I'm taking the three-footer. I still me, don't know which way it's going. To me, this is a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. Let's we'll see what you guys think. I'll take the 10-footer. I'm taking five. I think the five-footer for 100K is a no-brainer. Just, I think the make percentage between a five-footer and a 10-footer is much yeah. better. Ten, ten, ten foot, you can get a lot more break. How much is it for 10 and feet? 250. Versus, versus 100K. Yeah, I would just take 100K. Yep. And, the, yeah. and the 50K for a three-footer, to me, the 50K is worth backing up two feet to five right. feet. Right, yeah. In my opinion, the five footer. Yeah, I, I like the five footer. I, I, five or three, I feel comfortable with ten, yeah. depending on where you're putting. Obviously, and plays also a lot into it. Also, back to Willow Creek, I'd probably take a longer putt because I can just hit it. <laughs> That's true. If yeah. you try to finesse That's a five footer, yeah, it's yeah, gonna break it, two different ways. But if you if you think it's going two feet left, it's actually going a foot right. <laughs> yeah, That's why you aim at the hole there. Yeah. <laughs> where can we sign up for that? Um, <laughs> yeah, is there a sign-up sheet? This guy. Uh, one more golf thing. Ryder Cup is officially moved next year. Yep. Are you guys okay with that? You, uh, yeah, I, we've we've already mentioned a couple times. I think that's the one event you have to have fans at. So if they thought there was any chance of no fans, I agree. I think moving it's smart. Yeah, and it's. I think I tried to flip on the press conference when they had it, and I was just a touch late because I was in a meeting. But they, one of the questions was like. Is there a guarantee that next year at this time they can have fans? Like, there's no guarantee, but there's no you can't have them right now, so it's worth the risk of pushing it back yeah. a year. Mm. And yes. I think a lot of people forget. Obviously, in 2001, everything had to be pushed back. Yeah, it was pushed back. I, I, a year. I forget if it was a Ryder Cup or Presidents Cup then that had to get pushed back a year, but it would have been a president. No, it would have been a Ryder. I think Cup. it was a Ryder Cup. Yeah, because now so we're back. So obviously, had to get the... had to get pushed back a year anyway. So it's not like it hasn't happened before. Obviously, a totally right. different situation. But technically, we're back on the what would be the normal schedule. The normal, yeah. So we've pushed out again. Right. Was that because of nine eleven? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I mean, I just that's what makes the Ryder Cup. And I thought it was interesting. Yeah. So the U.S. is still accumulating points. Europe said we're freezing their points, freezing the points until next year. So if a, I don't, I don't know who's say someone, I don't know who's like tenth on the list in Europe wins two majors this year, it doesn't count. He gets no Ryder Cup points. <laughs> so I think the logic behind that. This is my. This is just my thinking. The logic behind that is we're playing golf in the U.S. right now. They're not in Europe. Right. So. Oh. Okay. Right. 
So they're not really playing right now over there. They're playing here. And which Rory, I don't know if you guys caught that a couple weeks ago, he criticized those guys and said, if you care about your career, you should be over here because right. it's not because you're not allowed. There's a there's a means. You yep. could come over and spend the two weeks. Right. And you're good to go. Right. So there's a means and you should be you could be over here. So I think the reason they're froze is because of they're not technically. I mean, there is guys, don't get me wrong. There's guys who probably on the you know the mid to lower tier and on the on the European tour that probably wouldn't travel over here. I get that. Uh, so I think the reason they froze it was they're not playing in Europe right now. I didn't, I didn't think about that, but yeah, because there's a. I think Adam Scott. I think he's still in Australia. I don't yep. think he's come back yet. Nope. So it's what top fifteen player in the world, top twenty. Well, I don't know where he is right yeah. now, but just not over here playing. Yep. And T Dub's playing next week, boys. <laughs> yep. Finally. Bringing it back. Well, I mean, that was kind of the prediction. I mean, yeah. I didn't see him. Hmm. Didn't see him going to Harbor Town. I didn't really see him. Well, we thought he was going to. We thought he was going to. Oh, because his, his yacht was <laughs> down there. Yeah, but did he take his yacht to Detroit? <laughs> no, someone stole it. Nobody saw it there. <laughs> <laughs> In Detroit, by the way. Fair enough. He was gone from Lake Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been an epic move. If somehow his yacht showed up in Lake Michigan and said tow it there, that would have been awesome. It would have been great. Where are you staying? On Lake Michigan. In what? My boat. So I was watching uh, listening on PGA Tour Live today, and I, I don't know who was – I forget who Day was playing. Day, Kepka, and I don't, I don't know who they were playing with. And they interviewed Day off one of the tees because they asked him if they want to be interviewed and everything. And so they're talking about because obviously Day his home course is Muirfield, yeah, from Columbus because Ellie's family's from there. She's and from there, yeah. Um, so they're like, they're like, why, you know, do you like it here? He's like, he's like, you know, it's quiet. There's a lot of hidden gems here. He's like, it wouldn't have been my first choice, but my wife's family's from here. And they're like, are, are your shoveling skills good? He's like, I don't know. I got one of them fancy things. It's got the brush on it. <laughs> it sweeps the driveway. Oh he's like, God. it's great. <laughs> I'm assuming he has some means out there too to hit balls inside. I, I would assume. Oh, yeah. I would assume. Otherwise, so. I'm not living in Columbus. Jack <clears throat> Jack probably hooked him up. That could be too. Could be something. Yeah, right at Murfield. That's uh, you know, simulator track man. Yeah, he said there's a lot of great courses. He said there's like five or six great courses yeah. in the area in Columbus. That Columbus is a great town, man. I missed going out this year. It's a good time out there, and it's it's very up and coming. It's city far too. enough south they don't get a ton of snow, so it's. It's he, he cold it's, though. It's, I was gonna say he probably gets like four months. He probably it probably two months he can't play at all. There's probably a couple other months that he can probably go hit balls for a half hour. I don't know, man. I've been freezing. there. I usually go in March, and I've yet to be there in March when it's above fifty. Right, but even at forty, he could, at least he could go out and hit balls for half hour to an hour if he if he wanted to. Personal I, 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 I have a, I have I have limits. I, I assume he's probably got some kind of simulator in his house. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> so. I would. I mean, you got the money, right? I think. Yeah, he's rich. <laughs> yeah, he's doing all right. He's not Patrick Mahomes rich, but. No, he's no. Doing right. He's doing all right. Uh, do you want to talk? give everyone an NHL update? Yeah, we have a couple minor updates from them. Um, so they have... Officially confirmed Edmonton and Toronto as the two sub cities. Um, it sounds like they are going to have three games per day in each city. Uh, 12 p.m., 4 p.m., and 8 p.m. So because of the time difference, they will be slightly offset. Okay. 
time difference between Edmonton and Toronto. So there will be games basically all day. Yeah, so like 12, 12, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10. There's going to be games. Three games per city. Per city. Three games per city. So per six day. NHL games total per day. Can we bet on this stuff? <laughs> I would assume so. Dude, it's it's going to be hockey nonstop <clears throat> all day. I just want to know if like it's 2-1 and going into the third period with five minutes left <laughs> or something like that, that I can just smart Grinnell and go over and throw five bucks <laughs> in the machine. Smart money means throw five bucks on the team that's losing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so teams, teams have been in their home cities for a while doing informal training. I believe they're starting – Formal training camp. They might even start it this week, actually. Uh, July 24th, they will travel to their assigned hub city, either Edmonton or Toronto. <clears throat> the following day, July 25th, they are doing some form of exhibition games, a, um, a mock preseason, if you will. Okay. I don't have details on how many games each team is playing or anything like that. July 30th, the qualifying round, round robin, starts. So July 30th, we will have games that matter in the NHL. Okay. Isn't that the same with basketball? Uh, yeah, it was a 30th, 31st. I believe I it's very close to that, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about Stanley Cup? I mean, we got teams in separate yep. cities. Like, do they announce, like, where's that happening? Or So, as far as dates go, so you'll have a few rounds in between. September 20th is when the Stanley Cup finals will begin. I have not heard – so one of those two hub cities has to host – the Stanley Cup. Okay. And, you know, I, I guess one thing I don't know, maybe you've seen this, I don't know if one hub city, well, one hub city has to be Eastern Conference, one has to be the West. I, that's, that's what I was going to ask you because I haven't seen that. I don't know if they've announced which Cause I don't conference think, is going where. That would be my guess because that's what baseball's kind of doing. Yeah. Because right? if yeah. you had, like, certain teams eliminated, you would potentially have to have a team fly from one hub city to the other to play a team. Yeah, based on rank. So I'm assuming one city will be one conference, and the other will be. Okay. Is there the an equal number of teams from each conference? Yes, yes. So not, the, not like basketball. Right, the NBA <laughs> didn't do that, no, but correct. So I don't think they've announced which one of the hub cities will host the Stanley Cup final. But if you know, if all the East is in Toronto and all the West is in Edmonton, they get down to the final two teams. One of them's got to travel to the other hub and, city. I, it w- and maybe they'll wait to enough. I well, I think it would be smart to say the East is going to Edmonton, West is going to Toronto because. You want Toronto and Edmonton playing their home cities. Yeah. It's a huge advantage for them, yeah, obviously. Correct. And then I would assume you'd wait to announce Stanley Cup. Obviously, you know it's going to be one of those two cities. Obviously, it ends up Toronto, Edmonton. It wouldn't matter. But, you know, if Toronto makes it in the East, you might say, all right, we're going to play it in Edmonton. Yeah. So Toronto doesn't have a home. I could, Yeah, I could see yeah. waiting if, like, it is Toronto. Right. But I think if I were to say you need to pick one of the cities, just for TV viewership, I would pick Toronto. Because it'd be prime time on the East. And I would. Yeah. I would disagree. I think they'll do the opposite. I really? think they'll go to Edmonton and have them at like eight thirty Eastern o'clock, time, somewhere in there, which would be five thirty out there. No, six. They're two hours behind. Just two. Two. Really? Rather than have, if you have seven o'clock games in Toronto, it would be five o'clock. Be five o'clock or four o'clock west. in the West, in the Pacific. Yeah. So I, I, I think they would go. I think Edmonton would be the in. Obviously, they're both big hockey places, but I think Edmonton's even bigger than I was Toronto. Say, Toronto, hockey Tor- wise, Toronto. I would argue Toronto is the biggest hockey market in the world, but Edmonton also has a brand new arena, right. and it's definitely top three hockey that markets. Tips the scales too. Yeah. So, I guess to sum up and add a couple other things here. So, July thirtieth is when the games will start that matter. 
the last possible game, if all the series went full length, would be October 2nd. Uh, the NHL draft will be on the 6th, October 6th. So that gives them a couple days to figure out the order based on Stanley Cup finals, A couple days to cure the hangover and <laughs> start drafting. Are you two boys doing a live draft, live stream for that? Why not? I'm up for it. Oh, boy. Okay. Nope. I got ideas we'll talk about off air. <laughs> okay. Um, this is where it kind of gets jam-packed. So, like I said, October 2nd is the last possible game. October 6th, NHL draft. October 9th, free agency opens. It's quick. It's just it's not, o- as you say, it's not much different than normal because usually Stanley Cup ends. I don't know, like third week of June, second week of June, somewhere in there, and July first is usually free agency. So it's not a huge difference, okay, compared to normal. Because I know the NBA but, shortened their free agency right. days. So November seventeenth, training camps open for next season, and next season the twenty twenty. 21 season starts on December 1st. So that to me is where it gets jam-packed. You have last possible game of the Stanley Cup, draft, free agency, training camps, and then the season starts within two about months. a two-month span. So I mean, That's where it gets jam-packed. For, of all the sports, correct me if I'm wrong, of all the sports who were cut short, I mean, they were almost done. Mm-hmm. But would their plan to come back – and the restart, the restart's not that far off from their normal restart. Am I wrong in saying that? Two months. Time-wise? Usually it's, it's beginning of October. But they could get back on track easier than, you know, could you run, could you cram a schedule in there? No, I don't think you could. So do you think they'll elongate the next season to, and yeah, then get back I, on track then? Yeah, I think if, if all goes smoothly, my guess is next season – course they haven't announced next season's schedule right. or anything like that Which but is funny i guess the baseball announced their 2021 schedule today yeah that is weird so, but. my guess is the nhl season next season <clears throat> will run a month later than usual and then from there they'll be much closer to on track being on track so yeah. it's not gonna be a one-year fix correct okay well yeah. we knew from the start when all this stuff got shut down and there was rumors about restart plans. The NHL commissioner, Gary Bettman, basically said, and comparing to other sports, NHL was most willing to delay next season and kind of have a couple seasons offset of their normal time schedule. I, 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 yeah, I don't think it affects them as much as other sports, potentially. Right. Yeah, because they're almost done. I mean, but yeah. I don't know. At least they're getting back. I'm of course, just they're ready not, to watch like, something. Obviously, in – Obviously, I don't follow the NBA as much, but because they're still like finishing their season technically. Yeah. Where the NHL is just going, they're going to their playoffs. a modified playoff. Yeah, so. which I like actually. I mean, if we're going to take a silver lining out of this, I mean, I kind of like that like mm-hmm. intensity of. Right. You could have been out of it. Now you're back in it. Dude, I'm, if you've been a borderline hockey fan, or even if you've never watched hockey, I would yeah. recommend watching this because this is going to, in my opinion. You got this layoff. No teams have momentum. All teams are healthy, and you've got an added round. You, I, I believe this upcoming playoff scenario is going to be the best hockey we've dude, ever seen. You could you could sit on your ass for fourteen hours straight and just watch hockey nonstop. Could or will? Eh, will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm with Russ. I might have to check my schedule, Humphrey. 
I'll do that. I mean, wow. so that'll make it interesting if, you know, if this, like, qualifying round-robin thing kind of, if they like how it worked, will they potentially modify playoffs in the future to, I don't I don't know if they will, but yeah. could, it, could it potentially. Like to include more teams? I mean. I, well, not even to include, even if you said it's still, you know, 16 teams, eight per conference, but we're going to do a. A round you know, the, robin. You know, the top, the top three or four play a round robin. To kind of figure out where, it, you know, I don't know if they will or not. I think not, you'd get mixed feelings on that. You get the, the people that say, yeah, I mean, depending on how this goes. Yeah, I love that. Let's do that. Then you'll have the, the old school traditional mm-hmm. fans right. who say, no, I want to go back to the old way. That's how you win the cup. Because then you start getting into this conversation of, well, they won the cup this way and this team won the cup this way. Yeah. And you got people that try to put an asterisk on it and yeah. they probably shouldn't. I mean, we've got Seattle – is the next expansion team in the NHL. They're coming into play, I believe, is it the 2021-22 season? Correct. Yeah, the 21-22. So that adds another team. So usually when that happens and leagues expand, they kind of rethink their schedule, playoff formats anyways. Yeah. So the timing might line up with, hey, we've got another team, and this scenario went well. You, know, you never know. They might rethink it. Right. So I'm, I'm going to watch it. I would call myself a mediocre hockey fan, and I'm going to watch it. I'm glad I'm working from home the next two months. I might be betting on it <laughs> if I can find a way. <laughs> I know a guy in PA. Dude, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, speaking of betting, not that you know, I don't know if you ever watch this, but shout out to Pat McAfee, man. He got rich this week. I don't know if you guys Dude, heard. So I, I saw the headlines, but I didn't see exactly yeah, what. So he, uh, he released a video. He signed a deal with FanDuel. They were already with FanDuel, but I think they signed a more lucrative long-term deal. And uh, he didn't announce what the number was, but he went to the bank, took out a half million dollars, and then put $50,000 in bags. Literally bags, like backpacks. <laughs> He's like, you know, you got you to gotta secure the bag. That was his logic. And he, it was like late at night, he drove to all his guys' houses and like knocked on their door. These guys are answering the door. were like, one guy answered the door with a bat. He didn't know it was McAfee. <laughs> one guy, I mean, they were all like no shirt. And he's like, here, man, here you go. Gives him a bag. <laughs> Yeah, I, I saw the headlines, but I, I didn't look into what happened. But and then he had uh, that's cr- yeah. Then yesterday the, oh, the for, video oh, was hilarious. Oh, wait for Kyle to knock on our door. <laughs> I, I hope I do someday. I really do. Yeah, you might not want to knock on Ross's door. I'm just saying. I'll, I'll, if, at that point, I'll be carrying a gun too. So. I say, if read, it's read, like, read his doormat before you knock like, on the oh, door. Nah, I got rid of that. <laughs> All right. So if it's like 11 p.m. or later, yeah, duck. <laughs> 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 well, if you get a chance to watch that video where he did the announcement, you got to watch it because right. it's like there's a clip of Wilbon in there. It was like somebody get this guy, hold his jersey on him, and shove his helmet back on him and tell him to get to camp because <laughs> he walked away from three million dollars right. to go to do all this. Right. Yeah. But the idea of him doing all this, he said, was in his mind for like three years. He thought about doing it, then he finally pulled the trigger. And yeah, it was pretty cool. Like some of the stories these guys told. Like he called the one guy. I don't know if you ever watched the show. I, I don't. There's like two I, guys that sit at a desk right across from him. The one guy said, I can't remember which one it was, but he's like, I remember you called me. I was like, I was sitting in my cubicle at work and I, I took the call. I got up and went out somewhere where I could take the call. And he's like, I remember being in a hallway on the phone. I was like, You want to do what? Yeah. Um, I'll get back to you. And then he said, I remember going home that night and told my parents, uh, I'm quitting my job. I'm going to work for McAfee. And he said, basically, the he said he told my parents, like, look, I've known a guy for 20 years. You've known a guy for 20 years. He's been successful in everything he's ever done. 
I'm going to take a chance on you. And it's definitely paid off. So, But he did not. He told a funny story because they had the CEO of FanDuel on his show that day. Okay. Yesterday, I think it was yesterday. But he told this funny story about, he's like, I remember like I had a number in my mind. They went and had this like, lunch at Lucas Oil, right outside of Lucas Oil Stadium in a restaurant across the street. He's like, I had this number in mind. He goes, and I would practice it in the mirror, like straight face, like saying the number. <laughs> and he's I, like, I can see him telling this. Yeah, it was either. great. He's like, so I remember like sitting there like, he goes, I'm not going to mention the number. But I remember like mentioning the number. And the guy was like, yeah, I think we can do that. And he was like, I should have asked for more. <laughs> the guy didn't really like flinch at it. So, I mean, props to him. I mean, that's cool. Cool story. <clears throat> Gives us hope, right? Yeah. Yep. Don't forget to subscribe. I've got a uh, an update as we're going here. So the NH- Wait, breaking news. Per your sources? Per my sources, <laughs> yes. The It's going to be the opposite of what we just assumed in the NHL. The Western Conference is going to Edmonton. The Eastern Conference is going to Toronto. However, one random thing I just thought of when we talked about home stadium advantage, there's no fans. Well, right, yeah, there's no fans. So they are so playing in front of an empty arena, which kind of negates – 95% of yeah, the purpose maybe, of a home arena maybe those, advantage. Maybe those Leafs fan, er, players know there's a secret bounce in the boards. <laughs> okay, we'll move on from there. <laughs> <All right. clears throat> the, the curious thing would be now they have them on a, in a hotel. So so this thing has the hotel assignments. Well, that's, that that so can't be Rondo's good. Rondo's staying in a Motel 6, so right? Toro- <laughs> yeah, that's true. They just <laughs> named every hotel these teams are staying <laughs> That can't be good. But they have Toronto... And Edmonton listed in hotels, so they must have to quarantine in a hotel. They, I would room. assume they would have to. Yeah, they're yeah. not allowed to stay in their home. Yeah, because I think the Magic had to as well. Yeah, so okay. it was all, all right. part of the deal. There you go. Breaking news. All right, <laughs> wait. Speaking. Wait. Sorry. What? Wait. Wait. Did you guys see Embiid leaving yeah. to go on his trip? I did. He had a full hazmat suit on, basically. <laughs> I, I'm. <laughs> I'm 95% sure he was joking. Yeah, but it was Because he even went over to a fan and took some pictures. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, he had a full hazmat suit on. (laughs) Pictures I saw were players getting off their buses or in their hotel rooms. They brought their full gaming setups. Yeah. Josh Hart was streaming from his hotel. Why wouldn't you? I would. Especially. So if they're doing that, you know these guys somehow behind the scenes said, hey, I need a separate internet line (laughs) into my room because hotel internet is not good enough to stream and play from. Yeah. Especially since I believe they they got to Orlando and had to immediately go on a forty eight hour quarantine, correct? Before yeah. they even started getting tested. Yeah, something. Yeah, because a lot of players kept saying like, "I'm in my bubble." Yeah, like so they they couldn't leave their room for two days. So I guess yeah, I would want. I take my stuff too. Not yeah. Something. And who was it? Was it? I don't know if it, was it Milwaukee. We don't know. Milwaukee what shut. About. I think the Bucks shut down their practice facility yeah, for the last like three or four days because they had like three or four people come back positive on their staff yeah, uh, yeah. so they uh-huh. they shut like the facility down for three or four days prior to them even yep. leaving and stuff. i'm not getting so, down the COVID hole but i will I say i'm Thank tired you. of looking at all the baseball players who are testing positive uh let's put some contacts behind it that's not from them playing baseball with their teammates right <laughs> right because so, they haven't hey, been together no high five in this year but <laughs> i'm not going on a COVID hole yeah uh this week uh, UFC 251. 251. Uh, Fight Island. Fight Island. I want to uh, find a way to get some of those T-shirts. They got some pretty cool T-shirts. The UF for Fight Island. Oh, you can just get them on their yeah. website. Well, yeah. Here, let's order a couple right now. Okay, well, well you you got the on money. On your phone, you buy them for us. We'll wear them. <laughs> you got the job. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Anyways, go ahead. Um, so on the one like sad note of this, I am I feel bad for the guys who would have been inducted into the Hall of Fame this week because this would have been International Fight Week in Vegas. Yep, and they would have had their their moment on stage. Yeah. Being inducted, I do hope they go back at some point and do that ceremony. Yeah, because uh, those guys do deserve that. Yep, uh, their uh, their moment, especially we have talked about also not to get into too much detail, but especially Kevin Randleman, right? Who is mm-hmm. unfortunately passed away. It would have been a cool moment for his family. Family, to, yes, to, to relive that. I, I agree. So I hope relive they do his it. career. I should say. I hope they get that chance. Yeah. So yeah, that's the one disappointment of this. Yep, I agree. I am pumped for Fight Island. Yep. I've been watching Embedded all week. It's pretty cool how they were flying over. <clears throat> what do you got over there? <laughs> I was just going to ask whose bed they were in. Oh, jeez. So, any Gilbert, Gilbert Burns backed out. He did test positive it, for COVID. Okay, I, I saw, obviously, I, I saw that he wasn't fighting anymore, but I didn't know. I didn't re- look into why. But, yeah, he did, he did test positive. He just tested positive. It wasn't just like, hey, I'm not. Like, prior to them leaving, leaving. Okay. It was like a week before because... Jorge Masvidal took the fight on a week's notice, which I am absolutely pumped yes, for. He deserves this fight. I'm way more excited for that fight. 110 percent. So Masvidal is. If this guy isn't marketable right now, I don't know who is. What the hat? I kinda, that hat's I pretty do. sweet. It looks like your golf hat. Don't tell yeah. me it was a good time. <laughs> uh, this guy, he so he didn't fly on the charter that everybody else flew on. Correct. Oh, wait, who? Masvidal. Masvidal oh, okay, because he had a quarantine. Before his tests. Right. And when he did an interview with Ariel Hawani, they asked why he didn't fly on the charter. And he said, well, there's a couple of reasons. He's like, I'm pretty sure he can't put a wild animal on an airplane. So <laughs> uh, that was his response. Well, I love him. Yeah. But he, he flew on like a private plane. It was supplied by his management team. He stopped in Rome for pizza. Yeah. He did. Which <laughs> he did. He's got to lose 20 pounds. Now, he said, I only s- took one bite. But so that's what I was going to say. It, it, it's Wait, he pretty has awesome. Twenty pounds, and he took a bite, one it's, bite of pizza. Say, it's pretty awesome that he stopped there for pizza. But that is my one concern with this fight. Is he said when he signed, which I believe was what, like um, Tuesday, Monday? I was going to say Monday. Week. Yeah, was it last? It was. I, well, think I, it was I, I think he hadn't like officially signed the papers. Yeah. Anyways, so he negotiated when he when contract. he agreed to the fight. I believe it was about a week away from the yeah. fight date. So I think it was last Friday. Then he made it official on like Monday. He said when he agreed to it, he weighed 191 pounds, yeah. and he's got to cut 20 pounds I was by, the, by I tomorrow. Say he at like 170. Yeah, it's 170. So that, and I think even he admitted that is not ideal for his typical weight cut. So it's not ideal. They said he has been training already for this fight, just in case the opportunity came. Yeah, 20 pounds for these guys and 20 pounds for you and I over, a, you know, a week period. They can cut it pretty quick. It's pretty pretty crazy how they do it, yeah. but they do do it. Yeah. But power move to land your plane in Rome just for pizza to get in and get back in the air just <laughs> so you can take a picture on Instagram of you taking a bite of, <laughs> I guess, in, a, in like a Versace robe. Yes. A pink one. A pink one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy's like, no bullshit. Did you see the, the first episode of Embedded? They had a camera in the lobby of the hotel. There's him and Usman are staying in the ho- same hotel. So. He's That's on, what kills me. Like he's on the phone and he's got like sunglasses on and like his jumpsuit and he just like he turns to get on the elevator. As he steps on the elevator, just as he's just getting ready to step on, he doesn't even see out of the corner of his eye. Usman gets off the elevator on the other side, right? I mean, literally like two feet from him. 
But yeah, he said if I see the guy, I'm not going to beat him up on site because I'm going to get paid for it on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pumped for this. Um, my analytical thoughts on this. <clears throat> I assume we'll be here watching it. Negative. I'll give you an update on that. Oh, uh, offer. Masvidal wins this fight. And here's why. Not because I like Masvidal better than Usman. I am tired of Usman doing a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. But Usman, in my opinion, he he won the belt. He did beat Woodley to win that belt. Mm-hmm. However, given Woodley's last two fights plus his track record, that wins to me is not that impressive. Because Woodley's another guy who does a lot of talking about how great he is, and he's really, truly not that great, and he's shown that if you go back and look. The guy claims to be a champion. He beat Robbie Lawler in a lucky punch that landed, and he knocked out Lawler. So that's how Woodley got the belt. Got bad news for you, What do you Russ. got over there? What are you buying? He's already got stuff in his cart. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Got bad news, Russ. They don't have your, his size? Your size is sold up. I don't have big guy size. So Usman, he, he wins. Usman beats Woodley, who had won the belt by knocking out Lawler, who then fought Wonder Boy Thompson. Which was a extremely boring fight. They ran it back because it was a draw. Then he beat Wonder Boy, which, in my opinion, he actually lost that fight. Just my personal opinion. The only reason I think they gave him the fight was based on technicality of points, and he took a he had a takedown with less than a minute left. He like desperate attempt to take down. He, he landed it. And like mm-hmm. Thompson was off balance. He got him against the cage and took him down. Here's some Woodley stats for you. Woodley's three and two in his last five fights. He beat. He did beat. One of those wins was he submitted Till, Darren Till, pretty quick. Okay. In the fights that went to decisions, was Wonder Boy. He landed fifty four punches. He fought Damian Maya, who's forty one years old at the time, and landed fifty seven punches. He then fought Usman, who got his ass kicked through thirty four, landed thirty four punches, and then just fought Gilbert Burns, who absolutely smoked him. You and I watched this fight. Yeah. He threw 28 punches. Woodley, no offense, is not as great a fighter as a champion as he thinks he is or anybody else thinks he is. If you could not step in the cage and pull the trigger on a, throwing a punch, like you're not going to win fights. And he's lost his last two because of this, for I, sure. I just remember, I think I've only watched Woodley fight once. We were here at your house. And I just remember the fans booing the entire time. This was probably like two years ago. If Woodley would and, go out and fight the way he won the belt to get to that point, it's he'd probably win. He really truly would. I mean, I think he's got it, but there is a men, there's got to be a mental block there that allows him to like pull that trigger. He's got to pull the trigger. So to me, Usman getting there and winning that belt wasn't that impressive. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like Masvidal's got that much more experience. He's running way too confident right now. He's in a better gym. That's why he's having this great streak. So I got Masvidal uh, fourth round TKO what i got my prediction just saying all right take it what's worth does it does he fake does he fake the running knee no he already did that (laughs) and then uh the other fight is alexander volkanovsky's fighting max holloway in a rematch he took max's belt i'm gonna say max wins that fight this time it was close last time but as the saying goes you don't do what Leaving the hands of the judges. Yeah, and he did. And I was actually kind of shocked because usually when he gets to that point. So I got Holloway winning. And then because Cejudo dipped, vacated his belt, 
Yep. Uh, Peter, I think he was afraid to fight Peter Yan, to be honest with you. But Peter Yan, Jose Aldo are fighting for the belt. I got Peter Yan winning this fight. Peter Yan's a guy I don't know much about at all, to be yeah. honest with you. I got Yan winning this fight. Because when Cejudo retired, Dana White, in that post-fight press conference after the Cejudo fight, said the belt would be fought for by Yan and somebody. Yep. And even then, I pretty much had to look up Peter Yan. I really didn't know who he was. I need you guys help with DK for Saturday night. Well, Yan wanted that. He wanted Cejudo. Called him off for like two straight fights. He didn't, he didn't want to fight him. He just found a way around it. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Andre is fighting Rose. This is a makeup fight. They were supposed to fight April 18th. Jessica actually beat Rose last time. He She slammed her on her head, which was actually pretty scary. Yep. Won that fight. And then Jessica actually lost the belt to Wheelie Zhang shortly after that. Yep. So this is a rematch. And then your girl Paige Van Zant fights. She does. Uh, Amanda Rebus. I think this is Paige's last fight in UFC. Yeah, I, I could. I would agree with that. It's her last fight in her contract, and I think she's just she's living out her contract right now. But mm-hmm. she's made the comment that she makes more money. Yes, she posting makes- on Instagram than she does fighting in the UFC. Yep. So I think she's done. And knowing that fact, along with how many times she's had arm surgery on her broken arm yeah. in the last three years, she's probably had six surgeries on that broken yeah. arm. If you can make more money doing something else. Right. Why you wouldn't know, you? Why not? You're yeah. going to keep taking punches to the face so you're no longer pretty? Especially. I mean, Russ is donating to the Instagram. I mean, he gives her views. I give her clicks. <laughs> yeah. But. Especially, she's not really in a position where she's fighting for a title or anything. No, it'd be a long time. She'd have to go on one hell of a win streak to get to that point. So. Unless the only, here's the only thing that will come out of that is if the winner of this Rebus Van Zant fight, unless Dana White says you guys get the winner of Rose and Jessica, and you guys then fight for the belt, that'd be the only way she stays if she wins. I still think she's done. So I think the winner of the Jessica Rose is going to get a get a title fight with Wheelie Zhang. That's my prediction. Yeah, I could, I, I agree with that. So that's I, that's just what I think is going to happen. Yeah. Paige, although good looking and fun to look at, I just don't think she's got the technical skills to win the belt at this point. No. You she first well. came into the UFC. She had a couple of good wins. Yes. And I think everybody thought she was a big prospect on the rise, and it just yeah. never never quite worked out. I think she packs it in, and she spends her time not away from the sport. I mean, her husband is. Trying to get a UFC contract. I think he fights in Bellator. Bellator, yeah. She's got a good enough personality. I could see her even crossing over into like acting in movies or something, almost the route Ronda Rousey is taking. Some or sort like of some table work. Or, or yeah. some like, you know, desk work at, at fights or something. But yeah. Yeah. She did do that, though, didn't she? When they had the the purple couch, they called it. They had all they do like the pre fight shows. Oh. They did that uh, in New York. I can't remember who it was with, but yeah, not sure. Yeah, they was sponsored by somebody. They called. They had a purple couch called Purple Couch. I think she did some of that. Okay, with Forrest Griffin. So, yeah, I don't. I don't think. I think she's done. Yeah. And you, I mean, that, you got to make a decision. Like, do you keep taking punches to the face, or do you keep making money doing what you're doing? Yep. Outside of fighting. Yep. Just my personal opinion. Other than that, I'm pumped, and I'll give you guys details when we're watching the fight. All right. Anything else, boys? Um, Any more updates from your... Uh, no no new updates. Okay. Let me check my list. I'm ready for baseball next week. 
Does that start next week? Or two weeks, I guess. Okay. Two weeks. Two weeks from today. Speaking of baseball, Let's did see you see Tanaka take one off the dome? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that, ain't good. that ain't good to start the season. I do have a stat update. Last time we talked about 60-game stretches, and Giancarlo Stanton had the 33 home runs. That stat was based on the last decade. So, oh, not all okay. time. The longest stretch I found, I didn't search real hard, but in the season, Bonds hit 73 home runs. He had 37 home runs in a 60-game stretch, which is just insane to think about. Yeah, it is. Sammy Sosa, in that year, he would have had a 33-home run stretch over 60 games. That was probably was like a, June, July, wasn't which it? Was at, yeah, which was actually better than McGuire did. So, <laughs> since you guys keep asking me the past, like, four podcasts, I did watch. I was say, we have a, hey, I, I did watch we, it. We have potentially a couple documentary updates. I don't know <laughs> if we want to get into or not. Not only did I watch it once, but I watched it twice. Okay, yeah. <laughs> How was it? I loved it. See? I watched it twice. You need to tell your buddies <laughs> to shove I, it. I watched it twice. So I need to so I, I, for, I need to watch it. I, 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 I forgot how exciting that yeah. time was. And I th- it it was I wish that we got more from so I, he was he had a couple of comments in there. Mm. And I guess I didn't realize because McGuire and Sosa were obviously playing with McGuire, yeah. hit sixty-two. They did. They were doing press conferences together. Yeah, before. like that was that was pretty neat. I, I guess I, I never realized that. Yeah. So let me let me ask you this. You said one of your buddies claimed that this documentary didn't dive into the home run race. Yeah. How I, can you say that? I want to punch him in the head. The whole documentary. He's got a big head too, so I might. Like, it, it won't miss be, it won't, it won't The whole documentary. documentary was about the home run. <laughs> yeah, race. Dude, I, so I was, didn't understand. It you. was great. Like I said, I've watched yeah. it twice now. Okay, good. I got to watch it once. Yeah. Unlike Adam, though, I wasn't like, hey, I'm going to watch that. You got any more spiked over there? What do you want? Are you gone? I, no, they're gone. I got one more. I got one more uh, twisted tea if you want it. Might no, be a tad I'll warm. Do, I'll do it over here. All right, cracking a drink, so we're getting into something else. Do you have something else? All right. Speaking of documentaries, so I watched the backstory. Yeah. The LeBron one? Yeah. 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 I also watched this. The one about that schmuck. (laughs) I completely disagree with your standpoint about them. You stated that they didn't want to do it. They weren't into it. I completely disagree (laughs) with that. And... There was the one scene where they showed him taking the mic off saying, am I done? I think you seem to interpret that as, like, he wanted out of there. He didn't like it. I think he just knew how awkward he was on live camera. Maybe that was it. Because they showed, the clip that stuck out to me, they showed, after the live part was done, mm-hmm. more from his team. Maverick, Maverick came in to Jim Gray and handed him another list of questions. Gave him, like, a phone. So that they could keep recording for LeBron's website. Yes. So I, I don't – I think LeBron and his crew were 100% all about this thing. I think hindsight he regrets it because the image – I mean, because when he announces next two teams, he did it totally different. Like, when he went yeah. to L.A., it was just like a quick, like, blurb, like, boop, here I'm going, I'm out of here. Uh, but, yeah, the vibe I got was they knew about it. They tried to get – that. they tried to pay for the hour – from ESPN, then they said they wanted it for free. Yeah. Because they knew they were going to get yep. the coverage, and they thought, right. we're doing ESPN. That's the vibe I got. We're doing ESPN a, a, a service here. 
But then the whole, uh, he did the buffet dinner with like Kanye and then, was it Kanye? Kanye yeah. Was oh, there. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah right. And before. then Kanye was, yeah. the, I don't know. Hindsight, it was a horrible move. It was really stupid and conceited. He probably shouldn't have done it. I think he knows that as much as you dislike yeah. him. But. I think it just made for an extremely awkward. It was hour, very hour awkward TV. because they they gave him an hour. We didn't need an hour. No. No, like, I, I think they they showed on. I think I think when they showed it in the documentary, because they started at like 9 o'clock, and I think that's exactly what time the actual show started that he announced it. Like they they showed him announcing it at the same exact time he did. It was like nine twenty eight. It was just so, it, was it was just weird, weird. Like all the questions they were asking him, mm-hmm. like it would be, I don't know. I think in hindsight he regrets it, and that's why he went with. I think it was Sports Illustrated did an article right to do his to go back to Cleveland. I'm yeah, coming I think, home. I think so. Yes. And then the uh, release released a quick statement. Yep. Yep. So, I, I don't. Don't know where I'm going with that, but all right. At I least you watch it. I do. I got to watch the McGuire so, so Yeah, I'm glad you finally watched it. It's about I watched time. it for him as well. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. <laughs> so do you, I'm. I'm pretty sure it was very black and white, but at the end of it, you agree that he flat out admitted he did steroids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, there to was me, that's no almost question. To me, that's almost the most interesting part of that is. Finally, somebody just says, yeah, I did this. Instead of making up excuses, so, yeah. trying to hide it, anything yeah. like that. I forget. Was it Mark Grace? I think Mark Grace was in it, right? Yeah. I think that's what it was. Yep. And there was a pitcher. Oh, it was Dempster, I think. No. Mm-hmm. Who was a pitcher with the Cubs? Uh, there was a pitcher. Kerry Wood. Wood. He's like, there was a time, like, <laughs> like, in the dugout, we were just thinking, it doesn't matter what you throw Sosa right now. It's leaving the park. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. it's it's going. I mean, it's, my stance is still firm. It steroids doesn't help you hit it out of the ballpark. Well, right. But, yeah, yeah. they said he was just hitting the ball. Yeah. Yeah, when and you're hot, was, you're hot. Yeah, because yeah. I forget now. So, say, he ended up hitting, what, 66? Six. That's so, he broke the record. It's just that yeah. yeah. McGuire hit 70. Yeah. Like it's, I mean, that season started us. Four season stretch where he had mid sixties. So yeah, three out of four seasons he broke Maris's mark. I was gonna. I have a twenty four karat gold McGuire sixty two home run card, and I was gonna bring it. And I forgot. I want to see that. I'll bring. I'll bring it next week. I want to see that. Probably not worth anything until he goes in the Hall of Fame, which right. probably won't happen until right. they, these old heads get over it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. Anything else, boys? No. Good episode. I felt like you got a lot off my chest. <laughs> I feel yeah. better. Thank you for the therapy session. No Sorry problem. for venting. <laughs> we should have had a couch over here for you. We, next time. Next time. All right, gentlemen, until next time. All right.